Kid News fans, are you looking for your next new adventure? There's a brand new podcast out now we think you and your family are going to love. It's called Mysteries About True Histories. Here's a preview. From the creators of Who Smarted Star Glow Media comes a podcast full of mystery, adventure, time travel and riddles, and secret math. Get ready to listen, laugh, and learn with Mysteries About True Histories every Thursday on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Good morning and welcome to Kid News. I'm Kim. Today is Wednesday, September 8th, 2021. And we begin with a famous American general coming down off his high horse permanently. Large crowds are expected on Monument Avenue in Richmond, Virginia this morning as workers remove a 21-foot-tall bronze statue of Civil War Commander Robert E. Lee. Calls to take down what many consider to be an unwelcome reminder of slavery in the South and racial injustice everywhere began shortly after George Floyd's death at the hands of police last year. Virginia's governor announced plans to dismantle the statue in June of 2020, but the matter got tied up in the courts until just last week. What becomes of the old landmark is still unclear, but its 40-foot marble base, which got covered in graffiti following last summer's Black Lives Matter protests, will stay put for the time being. It was a heartwarming reunion between a World War II veteran and his third-grade pen pal. 95-year-old Frank Grassberger of Strongsville, Ohio, is no longer in the military, but he is reminded every day of how much his service is valued by a letter written years ago. Deshauna Priest was nine when she was given the school assignment. In it, she told him, if it wasn't for you, we would never have freedom. He has carried the piece of paper with those words ever since and says it came to symbolize a life well served. He always wanted to meet the author but could never find her. Until now. The staff at the senior home where he lives tracked her down, and Priest, now 21 and in the National Guard, surprised him, wearing her uniform and bringing flowers for him and his wife. She told him she vividly remembers feeling honored to write the letter. Grassberger says the 12-year wait was worth it, and in his words, meeting her face-to-face took my breath away. We now have some answers to questions about why COVID vaccines for kids are taking so long. According to the Wall Street Journal, federal health regulators are requiring more children be enrolled in the studies than originally planned. What's also complicating the process is the two main vaccines, Pfizer and Moderna, need to be kept at ultra-cold temperatures. But to water down the strength of the vaccine, they need to be thawed, and that gives researchers only a two-hour window to assemble the shots in a super-clean space, then take the doses to a clinic and inject them into young volunteers. But there's good news from the top. Former FDA head Scott Gottlieb, now an advisor to Pfizer, still projects kids under 12 will begin getting the shots by early winter. The vaccine can't come soon enough for the youngest winner of one of the world's most prestigious music competitions. Connecticut four-year-old Bridget Shea took up piano only a year ago during the coronavirus lockdown, and good thing she did. She turned out to be a pint-sized prodigy who can read sheet music, sight-read classical pieces, and can play Beethoven's Sonatina in F major perfectly, even though her feet don't reach the pedals. Bridget won first place at the American Protégé International Competition, which earns her an invitation to play at world-renowned Carnegie Hall in New York this November. 
but she was forced to pull out because all performers are required to be vaccinated, and she is too young to get the shot. She will be given another chance at another concert in 2022, but in the meantime, her mother says she isn't phased. When I told her, you won the prize, her mom said, she replied, Okay, can we go to the Disney store now? When at first you don't succeed, try, try again. And that's exactly what NASA did. After coming up empty trying to get a rock sample from Mars in August, the Perseverance rover struck Red Planet Gold last week. But because of the first swing and miss, the space agency triple-checked the stash before making the announcement. The Mars rock sample is the first to be stored on the rover, and according to CNN, one of more than 30 that will be returned to Earth by future missions in the early 2030s. Right now, Perseverance is spending its time digging into the Jezero crater, which billions of years ago was once a lake, looking for evidence of possible life. What about the little chopper that can? Ingenuity continues to act as an aerial scout for the rover and, over the weekend, successfully completed its 13th flight. That's it for Kid News. Now, our Kid News quiz. How old is the youngest pianist invited to perform at Carnegie Hall? Four. A statue of what famous general is coming down today? Robert E. Lee. In what Mars crater is the Perseverance rover looking for life? Jezero. How long did it take a 95-year-old veteran to meet the little girl who wrote him a cherished letter? 12 years. In today's Kid News Kicker, as some of you head back to school this week, so too will the nation's teacher-in-chief. Dr. Jill Biden, or Dr. B as she likes to be called in the classroom, will become the first first lady to hold down a full-time job outside the White House. She is scheduled to teach English at Northern Virginia Community College every Tuesday and Thursday and will commute to work from the White House by motorcade with her Secret Service detail. She says she will also hold office hours in person and will teach in a mask. Dr. Biden, who has 30 years of experience as a teacher and community college professor, penned a Labor Day tribute to teachers this weekend, calling on educators to remember that right now, your strength and resilience, your creativity and kindness are changing lives and changing the world. Before we go, a big Kid News shout-out to our terrific teachers and their students. Mrs. Krause at Watertown Intermediate in Watertown, South Dakota. Mrs. Lichty at Cedar Ridge Elementary in Branson, Missouri. Ms. Nunley at Southside K-8 in War, West Virginia. Mrs. Borer and her fifth graders at River Trail Elementary in Fort Mill, South Carolina. Let's go Otters! And Ms. Clark and her students at Monmouth Memorial School in Monmouth, Maine. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you back here for more Kid News tomorrow morning.